You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and I apologize for the many days that I have not posted a podcast. I am saving this country. And over the last couple of weeks, I've been exhausted in convincing the states and doing what is necessary to change our Constitution. When I say change it, I mean amend it so that we can, as states, control the federal government. If you've never been to conventional states, you need to go there and pass it to all your friends, all your family. This is the absolute last solution according to the Constitution to save our country. So what I'm going to present to you this evening is very interesting. I found a leftist. Yes, a person that is not a conservative that thinks outside of the box and actually wants to talk about what is going on because most of them will not as soon as you talk about religion or the government screwed up whatever these people shut you down and David Kirby does not do that he has written a book on the issues that we're dealing with. And that's important to understand that this, quote, leftist libertarian is what he's calling himself, has written a book called When They Come For You. Yes, When They Come For You. And I think this guy is on the right side and understands the impact 
of the changes in our government and how they have inflicted and absolutely determined that freedom of speech, which is Article 1, and freedom of seizure of your property and everything else is Article 4. So it talks about this and how the government has now superseded their abilities according to the Constitution to attack Americans. So this is what he has to say. If you think you're hearing more accounts than ever about improper government intrusion into your lives, you're a lot like this author, David Kirby. He researches that the new book, When They Come For You, how police and government are trampling on your liberties and how to take them back. That's what this book is. This is written by a leftist. You must understand this. This is written from a non-conservative person that has realized that this environment and the government and how we're living is not right. It's not right by the Constitution. It's not right by any political party, which he talks about. And he also mentions the fact, how do we get back to America? And he's the left side. The right side thinks that, you know, we know how to get back to America. But the truth is, we have to come back together as Americans, reunite to save this country and not have a left or right view of it. It needs to be a center view where all of us can live together like we've done for 200 plus years in this country. So I'm going to play a clip from David Kirby from the fullmeasure.news about what he is saying and understanding what is going on in this country. If you think you're hearing more accounts than ever about improper government intrusion into our lives, you're a lot like author and journalist David Kirby. He researched that for a new book, When They Come For You, how police and government are trampling our liberties and how to take them back. When you say, when they come for you, who is the they? The they can be anything from a local social services agent in your community to the president of the United States. This goes on at the state, federal, and local level. It goes on in red states and blue states, rich states and poor states, and I found Violations of the Fourth Amendment, the First Amendment, uh, freedom of speech, people having their homes raided without a warrant, 
people having their cars taken away from them because they were suspected of a crime even though they didn't commit a crime, people in debtor's prison because they can't pay their court fees and fines, and of course, child protective services that come in the middle of the night and just yank your kid away. Do you think there's been an escalation in events like this, or are we just able to find them and notice them more? It's a very good question. There's not a lot of hard data, unfortunately, but I do think it is getting worse. I think particularly with surveillance, uh, with the First Amendment, with freedom of the press, freedom of protesters. I think it kind of started after 911, the Patriot Act. It got worse under Obama, as you well know, with surveillance of the media. And now I think it's getting even worse, particularly cracking down on protesters, spying on protesters, and doing things like threatening to sue media outlets for libel or wanting to change the libel laws. Many Americans say, I obey the law. If the government wants to surveil me, look at my computer, I don't really care. Is there a counterpoint to that? That's the Fourth Amendment. It's the most threatened amendment in our country, I think, uh, after the First Amendment, which is a close second. But we need to protect those protections for everybody. And once you just acquiesce and say, well, it's okay if they're listening in my phone call, then the door starts opening wider and wider. Is it fair to say you consider yourself a liberal or a liberal Democrat? I'm a lefty, yes, left to center. Do you notice any division? Is one party or the other better or worse at any of this? They're both bad, to be honest. Um, I can pick apart, and my book does, and I'm equally critical of the Obama administration as Trump administration. Uh, a lot of my stories take place in blue states. But what do you attribute that to if there isn't even a, an ideological divide into where this happens? Well, I think when you talk about ideology, I think people on the far left and on the far right are actually a lot more united over these issues than they realize. People on the left don't like government intrusion any more than anybody else does. It is more of a libertarian point of view. I call myself a lefty libertarian, which sounds oxymoronic, but I figured it out. Um, I would say people like Rand Paul is certainly bringing these things up once in a while. He has sponsored some bills in Congress that go absolutely nowhere. And he does get Democratic co-sponsors. There are people, progressives, who are uh, interested in reforming these issues and reining in the government. But like I said, it just, it goes nowhere. What would you say is the takeaway message you would like people to walk away from reading your book with? Know your Bill of Rights, read them, study them, know what protections you um, are offered under them in case you ever need to use them. And um, if you are concerned about these things, it's up to us. These are our personal freedoms and they are under attack. So as you can see, the leftists, specifically this individual, David Kirby, is doing his effort to save this country, even though he is a, quote, leftist libertarian. The point I'm making is this, is unless all of us on both sides come back together to understand that the Constitution of the United States is the law. It is how we should act as citizens. There's flaws in it, and that's why we're doing the Convention of States, to correct those flaws, to correct what 
1789 that the founding fathers did not put in the Constitution. The ability to have term limits for all of them. The ability to make the government balance the budget. The ability to control the size of this federal government. And that's what Convention of States is. Go to conventionofstates.com and you will understand what I'm talking about. When we get back from the break, what we're going to talk about is how Kirby did not talk about the Second Amendment. And this is the true ideology of the leftists. See, even though he's against the government and it's growing and all that stuff, what he doesn't understand, liberty and freedom is protected by we the people. And the Second Amendment is the only thing in America that prevents this government tyranny from taking over everything, everything that we have Everything that we own, our minds, our education, everything, just like China. So take a break, listen to this great song, and we will be right back talking about how, again, the left still hates America. It seems to me the facts demand we change some things in our great land to keep our people safe from death or harm. There are good folks dying every day in senseless and peculiar ways, so I'll make my point with good old Southern charm. Now every year I hear reports of death by toaster, and of course that's a high price to pay for a Pop-Tart. We've got to ban these things today. There's no more time left to delay. It ain't much, but at least it's a start. Ban the french fries and the soft drinks, potato chips and hot links. We must protect our daughters and our sons. Ban the violence in football. And if you know what's good, y'all, most of all, we've got to ban those guns. Death by fire and electrocution seems to me the solution to ban the use of matches and electricity. Death by water and poison gas, regardless of social class, we cannot simply do just what we please. I demand legislation to ban all suffocation, falling off of ladders from the rooftops and out of trees. We must keep the masses from the danger of car crashes. Our only hope is to switch to horse and buggy. Ban the burgers and the milkshakes, trans fats, rare steaks. Society must cut down on the fun. Ban video game zombies, bloodshed in the movies. Now come on, y'all, we've got to ban these guns. Since we're making up a list of things we think should not exist, I propose a ban on any show hosted by Piers Morgan. I mean, come on, for goodness sake, there's only so much we can take, and no one should ever have to die of boredom. Ban the french fries and the soft drinks, potato chips and hot links. We must protect our daughters and our sons. 
Bend the violets in football, and if you know it's good, y'all, most of all, we've got to ban these guns. Bend the violets in football, and if you know it's good, y'all, most of all, we've got to ban these evil guns. Welcome back. Let's talk about how the left, the Marxists, the communists, said over and over again, how they hate you. Not only do they hate you, they hate America. You know, the country that we grew up in, the society where we be free, the society where we can determine our lives and our jobs and our college degrees, all of that. You see, they hate us. The reason that they hate us is because they're God soulless people that think utopia can be created on this planet. Never ever will happen without the Lord Jesus Christ that created it in the first place. But see, these people don't care. These people are only concerned in their minds and their souls what they can do and what they should do and what should the government do And what should the state do to make sure that they live a great life in their, I I, I guess, what, 70 years of their life? And then what happens? I'll tell you what happens. In their mind, then I'm dead. Uh, No. You die on this planet but you're not dead spirit of your soul never dies and eventually you're going to see absolutely the god that created this planet and have to answer to him why you decided to select this world over the God that created you. It's that simple. Okay, so let's talk about the National Pulse. This is from Spectre.org. The authoritarian left hates America, or at least America in its current form, This is not an attempt at hyperbole or sensationalism, nor is it some vast right-wing conspiracy. Remember, this is the leftist guy talking about this. As Hillary Clinton, oh God, I hate that name, might call it, it is simple reality. Oh, step back this is a leftist that actually understands reality that is 
evidence by the left's blatant attempts to cancel all dissenters, silence or censor all opposing views. This is what they do. They don't care about what you think. And when you start talking about a conversation to try to get them to discuss it, they shut you off. And destructive politics and viewpoints on every American institution, from government to education to Hollywood to professional sports to corporations. And he's right. Why are these people refusing to talk to the mass, the far mass of America and solve these problems? Because they can't. You see, in their mind, you are a deplorable Hillary Clinton. And see, words mean something to people that absorb it. I guarantee you, my personal opinion, that is the most destructive statement that has ever been presented by a politician in the history of America. She said, if you're not a Democrat, if you're not a leftist, if you don't vote for us, then you're scum. You're worthless. You're a deplorable. That's what we're dealing with. And because we're labeled with that, the people on the left side that are real people in their mind, then the rest of us are scum. Even though we understand the truth. They're being driven by this government, by Obama's government. And when by whatever miracle you want to call it, Donald Trump was elected. Again, I'm not talking about specifically his personality. But he was elected by the people, for the people, to replace this individual that was destroying this country called Obama. And the politics of this ruling class could not stand to have this person be president. So they fought every single year against President Trump. See, they hate America because President Trump represents the vast majority of America. And that's why there are many people in this country 
that are upset of how this political things have revolved around. But there is hope. There is hope. There's always hope. God created this country in the last 250 years to spread his gospel and his love across this planet. These people are the ones that want that want to destroy it. These are the people that do not want a God in their lives. And so they will, along with China, Russia, Asia, the African nations with Muslim, Islam ideologies, try to destroy the love and the goodness that God has instilled in Americans' hearts, at least up to the point of the 60s, when these people decided, 50s and the 60s, that their lives are based on what they do and not what God provides you to do. It's a big difference. I apologize for not having multiple podcasts over this last week's doing a lot of convincing the state work, saving our country, getting people involved in convincing the states. And all I ask is please share this podcast far and wide all the social media, everything that you do, because they need to hear this truth. And you're not going to hear this on CNN, MSNBC, whatever it is. That's why I have the podcast, so you can understand and hear the truth of what is actually happening. And David Kirby, even though he's a leftist, he gets it. He understands that the government, uh, by the way, along with a lot of Democrats, understand the government is very much overreached. First Amendment, freedom of speech. Fourth Amendment, freedom of seizure. Take all your crap. You know, don't allow you to have anything. And it's important that we come together, even with the people that we disagree with, to unite America and solve the problems by electing the right people, conducting convention of states to control the federal government through amendments to the Constitution, which the forefathers did not see at that time, but now it's a different time. We have to see what is happening, and we have to amend the Constitution to control the federal government. Thank you very much for listening. This is The Gunny.
out. Stand up for the flag and let's all ring the liberty bell. Let's make a Ford and a Chevy that'll still last ten years like the Chevy. Best of the free life is still yet to come. The good times ain't over for good.